What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Calvin, a new trader here at Forex Beginner Podcast. Today, we are in a special place. You can tell by the background. It's a different background, so you know what time it is. Uh, we're here with the man himself. He's doing a crazy challenge where in nine weeks, he's taken $100, dollars $100 to over $300,000 in just about eight weeks. We're in the ninth week right now, and it is Phenomenal. So right now we're sitting in his house right now. We're gonna call it the set and forget mansion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got FX Alex G, aka or better known as Alex Gonzalez in the building. What's up, Alex? What's, up, bro? You got What's me going high, on, bro? man? You got me high, bro. You got me First of all, man, thank you for inviting us. Of you have a beautiful home, thank you. Uh, some beautiful toys. You got the drift car behind you. Um, do you ever feel like you have done something that's impossible? Because a lot of people may be looking at your life, it's like, man, he's, he's, he's living a dream life, man. For you, do you feel like what you're doing is something that's impossible and unattainable? I don't think anything I've done is impossible. I think what a lot of people think is impossible is, is like the time span that I've done it. I'm 23, right? So I'm pretty young, kind of obtaining all this stuff by myself, but you know, having nothing. I have immigrant parents from Cuba. I think the time is what people see impossible because everything's kind of blown up in the last year, year and a half. But I've been doing this for like five years. You've been, I've been like grinding for five years. So I think what people see impossible is the time. Cause you know, I haven't, you know, gone to the moon yet. I haven't, you know, gotten a Bugatti or any like anything that's out of the norm, right? Just, you know, nice house, nice cars, watches, everything is, is accessible. And other people have these things, so they're not impossible. I think the time that I did it in is what people are kind of like, it's hard to wrap their head around it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. What's the most fun thing about your life right now? Honestly, right now, there's nothing fun about it. Team <laughs> <laughs> no sleep. Bro, right now, this challenge, bro, it's, it's fucking with my head, bro. Like, it, like, it's not so much the actual challenge. It's like the routine that I've turned into in the last nine weeks, right? So my sleep schedule is non-existent. Wake up, you know, London session, then I knock off for an hour, wake up New York session, do the Instagram video and the phone. And like, I'm journey, I'm like literally documenting everything through every angle, every single way. So people that are watching it, they know it's legit. You get me? And it stays on all social media platforms. Um, so right now there's nothing enjoyable, but what I can say is seeing other people being able to see the process and believe in it and them follow along the journey and be able to copy the same trades and just learn. Mm -hmm. That's been really enjoyable for me because I've never seen anybody kind of do it. And I'm glad I could be that person out there to other people. Absolutely. So before we get into the challenge, taking a hundred dollar bill to over three hundred thousand, um, nine weeks, right? Yeah. Just closed down the last week, and it's like it's 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 phenomenal, mm -hmm. and I'm excited because you put me on notice. Like, there's no more excuses, man. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's doing this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but before we get into that, tell us for someone that doesn't know, what was your upbringing like? How was life growing up? Did you come from money? Yeah. So Talk I to mean. Us. I was born here in Miami, mm -hmm. so I was born in Sweetwater. Uh, it's not a bad area, but it's like an average class area. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents are immigrants from Cuba. My dad, will, my dad was born in Cuba. He came here in a raft. He was like six, seven days at sea. Wow. Cruise ship picked him up, took him like inside the cruise, like 
crazy like prison in cruise, but this is like 1980. So Cruz came back to Miami. He got off in the port, but then he, you know, wet foot, dry foot, he's good, stays mm-hmm. here. My mom came hit it on a plane. They kind of met here, I guess, with like mutual friends, got married, had me and my sister. And, uh, you know, when you have immigrant parents that flee to another country, they don't speak the language. My parents don't speak English. They, they barely speak. Well, my dad speaks no English. My mom, very little English. You don't have anything. You get me? You just kind of like start a whole new life from ground zero from here. So I'd say my upbringing from, I'd say like since I was born to about like 10 years old, we didn't have anything. You know, it's my parents are kind of just building the foundation, creating the stuff to be able to give us a good life, comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then when I was about 10 to 12, my dad started a business, um, like teeth. He does like teeth and stuff for like older people. And then that, you know, did well. We lived, I say from 12 to like 17, 18, a very average lifestyle. You know, we all had iPhones. Um, they gifted me a car for my birthday nice. when I was 16 or 17. Um, they would, you know, go out once or twice in the week. And it was very normal. You know what I mean? We were not poor. We weren't, you know, in luxury cars, you know, we had a good car. So yeah. upbringing was good. I didn't have any luxuries, um, but I could definitely say that it was uh, different from other people compared to like lower class or different to other people compared to higher class. Yeah, got you. So what was high school like? And did you have plans to go to college? Were you doing that type of thing? Or what was high school like for you in terms of like what you were going to do for money? Yeah, so I mean, high school was... Uh, so I went to a high school where it wasn't like the best high school uh-huh. just because there was like one all the way out west, mm-hmm. Braddock. Uh, you could yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know Braddock? Yeah, so I went to Southwest. So oh, Braddock okay, and so Southwest you know, were exactly, kind of rivals yeah, a little exactly, bit. Yeah, yeah, we hated yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went to Braddock. So I mean, high school, you know, smoking weed, skipping school all day. I never really went. Um, actually, junior year, I almost didn't like pass. I had to mm-hmm. almost go to summer school. But I made it through with like a 2.07, like barely passed the GPA to go to the next grade. And then on senior year, I got work experience, which mm-hmm. was, you know, I started Dunkin' Donuts during the summer. And then I used Dunkin' Donuts to get work experience with Braddock. Did you guys have work experience? They had it, but I didn't have it. Well, yeah. yeah. So I was leaving school every day at 1030. So I was out. That was, that's what's up. Yeah. All right, was, all right. So you was only doing like what? Like one class? One, two classes a day. Yeah. Sheesh. Well, I would do one because the second I'd leave. I'd leave like right after the first one. So wow. I, yeah, I was never really in high school. So obviously freshman, sophomore year, I was there smoking weed, skipping all the time. And then junior, senior year, um, I was just not there. I was just like working. So I, didn't, I was never big on school. Mm-hmm. I did go to college. You know, my parents, they have a degree from Cuba mm-hmm. and they kind of forced that onto me. They're like, yo, you have to go get a degree if you want to be somebody, if you want to stay here with us, like you got to go do something. And I went, I went to Dade. I went to go study uh, criminal justice. Come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like, okay, what I'm gonna do? Ah, I'll just do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll be like, whatever, I'll be a cop. Uh, two of my cousins are cops. Okay, So I was shout gonna, out to them. Yeah, big shout out to them, bro. I salute my soldiers, I salute law enforcement, I'm all for them. And um, I went to go, you know, study. Mm-hmm. But then pretty much when I went to go study the criminal justice, I didn't like it at all, you know, it was very strict. And I pretty much failed like the classes the first two, three weeks. I thought it was like high school. Like, you ought to be copy, you know, send it, it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> so I pretty much dropped out and I was lying to my parents that I went to college for like a year and a half when I never went, mm. never went at all. So when did trading come in for you? Trading came in um, pretty much as soon as I graduated high school, like that same summer where you're kind of like, what the f- are you going to do? At the same time I was going into college, I knew that's not what I wanted to do, but I did want to make money online, right? So I, there was different ways. I tried the Airbnb uh, short-term rental, you know, like the management. I tried the Amazon drop shipping, closed like four of my stores. 
I tried stocks. And at the same time that I'm starting like the stocks, mm -hmm. I was at the campus Miami Day because I had to, because I was sharing locations with my parents. So they wanted to make sure, because they found out I wasn't going to school. So <laughs> I was sharing locations with them. Like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to school. But I would just be on campus just figuring it, like just figuring it out. It'd be like in the lunchroom or like the outside area, just on my computer trying to see how I can make money online. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, one day some guy came up to me, an old friend of mine, he's like, yo, because I was looking at stocks or whatever, like trying to looking at YouTube videos. And he's like, yo, you should come to this event where they're going to teach us how to trade forks. Mm. What the f is that, bro? Like, what, what? <laughs> like, what is it? I'm like, yo, whatever. There's nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. So I went to an IML event. And then the IML event, they, you know, got me involved into the whole stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like selling that dream, huh? Yeah, bro. That was hard, <laughs> bro. I went into that room that they would do those seminars and they would just sell you the shit out of it. But they didn't let me walk out until I didn't pay them, bro. Wow. Yeah, they were really, really hard. But you know what? Shout out to them because if it had not been for them, I would have probably not been introduced to all this. I would have probably, you know, gone to stocks and I would have probably been trading options right now or futures or something. Yeah. I always give them credit for the exposure. Yeah, you know 100%. what I mean? Like they really exposed. Okay, so what did the process look like once like once you got introduced to trading to actually saying, okay, this MLM company is not the route for me, but I see a potential here. I need to learn this. Like what was the learning process like for you? So I probably did the MLM product for like two months. You know, oh, like, you didn't last long at all. No, I don't know. I wasn't <laughs> for long because I was at the in the mix of learning on my own mm -hmm. and then going to these events but every single time we would go to these events i think they would do one like once or twice a week at fiu they would be all right did you get you know all your contacts together like did you get your people to come to this event i'm like no bro i came here to trade They're like all right you know what we'll do it the next time next time and it was like that for about a whole month and a half when it came to like week six there was no event like yo we're gonna have a mastermind on trading i'm like finally it's what i've been waiting for you know what i mean yeah like, let's get this trading in we went into one of those FIU classes, snuck in, because these guys didn't rent none of the stuff out. They just like suck, snuck in and called it their room that they got from the school. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, bro. They never rented none of those stuff. Bro. Savages. There were some times where we would we would get shut down in the middle of an event and we would have to get kicked out and they'd sneak into another one. Like <laughs> yeah, none of that stuff was real. But basically, one of these rooms that they rented out, they're like, all right, cool. So get a hundred of your contacts, put them down on a piece of paper, put the name, their phone, and their email, and we're in a cold car right now. Like, bro, what the does that have to do with training? This makes no sense. Like, what are you talking about? So then pretty much after that, I, I, I did it. You know what I mean? Like, bro, whatever. Like, it was yeah. pure pressure. You know, I'm surrounded by a bunch of sharks, profitable traders. So I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. I, I didn't even have 100 contacts on my phone. You know, so I had like 20 that I could call. Mm -hmm. And after like the third phone call that they're like, it was like awkward. I'm like, yo, I'm out. And I just left. So then there, I just started shifting to what is Forex compared to stocks and options? And then I realized it's a lot better because, you know, leverage, uh, it's more accessible. You can start with less, 24-5. Uh, you could, you know, do crypto. So that's where I kind of started diving into it. And I started just figuring out different strategies on YouTube, making mistakes and just figuring it all out, honestly. So you are a product of YouTube University. It does work, right? Well, yeah, I've never heard of that YouTube University. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, bro, think about it. Anything that you need to learn, anything, mm -hmm. You're just like two YouTube videos away from it to becoming like a somewhat intermediate of the topic. You watch a couple YouTube videos and you know about the topic. Let's say you know nothing about an Android iPhone, like the new Android. Mm -hmm. You watch two, three videos and you know more about it than the person that bought it at the store, bro. That's true. YouTube University is definitely a thing. Yeah. So you're watching YouTube videos. Were you reading any? Were you reading any books? Did you buy any courses, any mentorship, or anything like that? Yeah. So I was. I mean, you know, I was never good at school. So the whole mm -hmm. reading the book thing that was not for me mm -hmm. because I was a certain person when I started to in, 
like started to entertain this whole topic about trading, right? Like mm -hmm. I was still smoking weed, still hanging around with, you know, not the best people, like, you know, still, you know, being a kid, you know what I mean? I'm 18, 19, I'm still just being young, mm -hmm. not giving it 100%, you know, going out, just being a retard, right? And my mindset was not fully there. So I guess after blowing a lot of my accounts, uh, blowing a lot of challenges, that's where I'm like, yo, I just have to turn into a different person for this to fit. Because the person that I am right now, it's just not gonna work. It's not gonna make any sense with what trading is going on right now. Yeah. So I slowly started to develop into a different person. And that's where I started believing in buying a course from somebody. And then I started believing in like, all right, I have to actually watch the whole video and take notes down. Because I just watch a video, I'm like, all right, cool, got it. Try and go and figure it out. That's not how it works. Yeah. You have to watch the video, take notes down, rewatch it, rewatch your notes. That's where I started investing into courses. I think I probably bought like seven to eight different courses. Uh, I bought, you know, signals from everybody. Tried to make a living. You make some money at the yeah. same time. Trying to make it, you know. Yeah. So I, I definitely did all that route, but I wasn't the person that I was at the beginning, nor was I the same person in the middle or the same person now. You, you change as a person throughout the whole way. Yeah. So when did it start hitting for you? You're working at Dunkin' Donuts at yeah. this time, right? Yeah. And you're buying the courses, you're studying, you're doing all these things. I talk a lot about the aha moment, right? Yeah. Where as you're making these investments, as you're studying, little nuggets start to hit home for you, right? <laughs> so at what point did you see a breakthrough where you made like a significant amount of money that made you say, hold up, like, I got something here. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I have a, I have an aha, I have an aha moment, and I have the moment where I made the significant amount. Give it to me. So the first aha moment, I think I'm about a year and a half into the journey, mm -hmm. and I'm low key kind of, I know what's going on, right? I know it's gonna go up or I know it's gonna go down. I'm kind of figuring out when I could get in, and a, a, probably like two months after that, I started actually just predicting trades. I wasn't making money, but I, you know, mark up a zone, mark up a break and retest, and it'd work out. Mm. I'm like holy shit, you know, I'm onto something. Like it's working. And this is where I bought a one-on-one -on -one with this Asian dude that I had no idea who he was, that he was going to analyze my trading, he's going to fix everything, he's going to tell me exactly what I was missing. Mm. And I, you know, was postponing that for a while. I'm like, yo, I'm not ready. Like, I paid for it, but I'm like, yo, I'm not ready for it. Give me, like, another two months. Mm. So this is probably where I'm, like, like a year and eight months, year and ten months, about to be two years into my journey. And I kept doing the same thing. I kept predicting all these moves, but I wasn't making any money. So I'm like, mm. dude, what's going on? Like, what the? am I doing wrong? Like, I'm predicting the moves, but I'm not making money. You know what I mean? Like, it's like let's say, like, you're shooting shots, you're making them, but it's not counting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, what's going on? Like, it's not making I'm like, you know what, bro? I'm ready. Like, let's get on this one-on-one. -on -one. And this dude literally looked at everything that I sent him. He gave me a full, you know, tight form, looked at everything, and he's like, all right, bro, I, I, know, I know what's wrong. And I'm ready for this, like, golden nugget he's about to drop. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're just, risk, you're just missing risk manager. Like, bro, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, are you fucking kidding me? I paid you a thousand dollars for you to just tell me I need risk management. Bro, like you just you scam me, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You just took my money, like this makes no sense. And that was, I guess, uh a naive thing for me, because I didn't accept I don't want to accept the fact that I have to use risk management in order to make this, you know, a business, be able to succeed in it. So that's you know where I got humbled by the market, probably mm. for like another two, three weeks, and that's where I had my aha moment. I'm like, holy fuck, bro, like it's just a percentage thing, you know, and that's where everything started clicking. And then, crazy enough, two months after that, like about two years and a half into the journey, is where I had my biggest payout uh, for 30K. And then at that time, it was like, all right, Asian guy, you know, sorry, brother. You're right. So that basically made the, all those losses and everything worth it. And 
I quit, you know, the job from there because, you know, I think it was like 28K, 30K. And that was pretty much enough to cover my payments for almost like a year, my monthly payments. That's yeah. where I just went full head and that's where everything just started taking off. I love it, man. Yeah. So you utilized being a funded trader. Yeah. Got that payout. 100%. Was able to take away the responsibilities, the lifestyle stuff, and just focused on, okay, let's just trade. Let's just build. 100%. Um, I love that. So now, over the course of the next few years, what was that transition to like now your capital, your trading, and the consistency from there? Like, how was life after that? So I'd say probably for another year. So about th for so I'm about like three years, three years and a half. Mm -hmm. I'm consistently making profits. I'm becoming not only more confident in myself, but I'm getting better with my strategy. Because now that I'm confident, I'm making money. I can you know maybe smaller stop loss, larger take profit. More set and forget. That's where the whole set and forget thing came out. But basically, I, I started getting more confident in myself. And I'm like, you know what, bro? Let's just start posting all this shit. Like, let's just start going out there. And, you know, obviously, I, I, I collabed with somebody, um, with Raul. And then we started coming together. I learned a lot from him. He learned a lot from me. And then, basically, we, you know, we, we grew together. Um, I learned a lot from the social media part of the, of the uh, business. Because obviously the education side, there is a business side to it. Like this mm -hmm. is not a secret. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh shit, you sell 100 spots in a signal room, you're gonna make 10k. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's not a secret. Facts. So basically, once I realized the value that I had, that I can actually show people not only how to make money, but also at the same time give them the value so they make the money with me, and I make money from giving the services. That basically helped me create a, almost like a comfort zone. And I'm not scared to say this. You know I mean, like people Absolutely. are here, people are here are scared to say like, oh, like you know, the signal money is this, and you're not making no, bro. Like, I can't have a thousand people in the signal room without me sending good signals. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm about to make 100k off signals, I can guarantee you those people are gonna keep coming back because I'm making them more money. It's just the it's just the payment that I have to get for putting in those four years of work to figure this shit out. Absolutely. It's the simplicity of the situation. Now, what I do with that 100K, well, that's whatever I want. You get me? Because I put in the work and without me sending out these signals right now, nobody would be making money. Facts. None of these thousand people are going to be making money. So I probably did that for about six months, six to eight months. And then I stopped because I kind of created a cushion that was really good cash flow that kind of came in. And then I'm like, you know what? Done with signals. That money that came in, put it into my personal account. And I fucking scaled that shit. Let's right? go. You know what I mean? yeah. so, but that's the reality of the situation. Yep. No shit. We all make money from the signals from teaching. Yep. But then the problem is that I think with this niche is that everybody knows that, right? And these like wannabe trader influencers, these little guys, they want to do the same thing. But they want to do the same thing without knowing how to trade or having any results. And that kind of like ruins the whole reasoning behind that stuff, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm not scared to say it. I think it was a great blessing. Mm -hmm. I think it was a, an amazing opportunity to be able to create personal capital to be able to scale it. And yeah. um, I, didn't, I, I didn't think it was the right thing to do for a long period of time. That's why I stopped it. I think I, think I haven't sold signals in more than a year, for sure. Yeah. It's been more than a year. Like bro, a year. it's sweat equity, bro. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yo, like um, I learned how to do this. I know other people that want to benefit from this, but don't necessarily have the time to yeah. study and do all the stuff that I did to get here. Yeah. So I'm going to put in the sweat equity, spoon feed them the trades, and then I can make my capital just put into my personal account. I mean, I mean, bro, like, dude, like... It's business. Bro, I 
lost friends, I lost connection with my family, I lost money, I lost everything to be able to learn this skill set. Now, if I figured it out, you best believe I'm gonna charge you for you to just copy my shit off of four years of work where you're just waiting for me to send a message. Now, it, whatever I do with that money, that's my hard work that I put into it. Facts. So that, that I think is a mature, like the most mature thing with the situation and the reality of the situation. Yeah, I love your honesty, man. Yeah, bro. Come on, man, I love that. <laughs> so now let's get to where we are right now. Yeah. Still got that spirit. It's not signals right now, but oh, it's, it's free, bro. I do all shit for free now. And, and that's free. what I'm saying. You still got that same spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not in signals right now. It's yeah. giving hope to the exactly, trading yeah. world yeah. and the world at large. I'm gonna take a hundred dollars, hundred dollars that a lot of people have in their pockets in their bank accounts, and I'm gonna take this to seven figures, yeah. right? How did this idea surface in your mind? Were you in the set and forget mansion, just <laughs> sleeping and little Rocket, the cat? He got a little cat called Rocket, just coming me out on your shoulder. You're like, you know what, Rocket? I'm gonna do something crazy. How did this idea come about? Talk well, to me. Well, first of all, I do want to clarify one point because I did get some people that, when I said the hundred to the mill, there's a misunderstanding. Mm. People think I'm gonna turn a hundred dollars into a mill. That's not the case. Like I'm gonna turn a hundred bucks into like three hundred bucks, and then I'll turn three hundred bucks into like eight hundred bucks. Then I'll turn eight hundred into two k, two k into five k, and then it just grows. You know what I mean? Obviously, the starting balance was a hundred, but a lot of people got a, a misunderstanding. They thought in one trade I was gonna turn a hundred bucks <laughs> into a mill. Like no, <laughs> shit, I can't do that. I, trust me, if I do that, I'm not talking about it because I'm gonna just keep doing that by myself. Yeah. So for, that, that that's the first thing, right? Because uh. Like let's say let's say I go right now on Instagram. I'm like, yo guys, I'm gonna try and turn hundred bucks into three hundred. No one's gonna give a shit. No one's gonna look at me and be like, all right, cool. No one cares. Yep. But then when I throw that big number, like that's obviously the end goal of the journey to get there. So like always, people don't understand there's a process to it. Like with trading, like with growing as a person, with getting your strategy, there's a process to turning hundred bucks into a mill. So just wanted to clarify that. I appreciate that. Yeah, that yeah. honesty again, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I love yeah, yeah. it, bro. <laughs> That's why you're the people's champ. They yeah. love that honesty <laughs> and transparency. Yeah. So how did it start, bro? I mean, I think it was like where I was doing the same thing time and time again. I was in a routine. I felt I was boring as a person. I felt I was having a boring lifestyle. Like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, it's nice to have like the cars, you know, to be able to do this cool stuff, but it gets to the point where this is your new norm. Mm. You know, getting into a supercar, uh, you know, eating good. It's a great blessing, but it gets to the point where it turns into your new normal. And I felt like I was living the same lifestyle for about four or five months. And I'm 23, you get me? And mm. I was just like, dude, I feel like I'm 50, bro. I'm waking up, trading, and that's it. Just chilling the rest of the day. I'm like, you know what, bro? Like, I got to do something different. Like, I, I, what has nobody ever done? Mm. And that's where I started going crazy. I started thinking, so the hundred to the mill, I'm gonna say this right now, it's a humble decision. You know what I actually <laughs> had to do? I had something else even crazier. I'll tell you off camera. Yeah, 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 please. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, what if we, like, I, I just thought of something. I was like, I have a whiteboard, right? I can show you. This mm. whiteboard is the, the shit. I'm like, all right, let's put problems and let's put solutions, right? Mm. So, what are the problems in the industry? No money, not the right education, and then, is this legit? Mm. And I just kind of filled the other side with the solution. I'm like, well, you can start with a you know, funding challenge. You could throw a hundred bucks into the funding challenge. You get the right strategy. And then the prop firm has reputation. Everything's good. Yep. But, I'm like, but that's boring, bro. Everybody does that. Like the whole firm space is just like, 
you know, saturated. I'm like, dude, like, let's go back to personal. Mm. And I'm like, because I, I literally put on the whiteboard, you start off with a 10K account. Rocket's 10K account is 100 bucks. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, what if you just start off with 100 bucks and then you scale it to 10K? Because that's where people are going to be able to have their first goal. Everybody's goal is to make six figures a year, 10K a month, basic. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm like, but that's nothing. That's nothing. That's like real, like with all due humbleness, with all due respect to yep. uh, you know anybody out there that's not in the position that I am. That's setting yourself so low mm. for the potential that this industry and this market has to offer. You wanting to just make 10k out of it, it's sorry. You know mm. what I mean? Like 10k in the market does nothing. So let's just bump it up to 100k, and that's where I'm like, all right, it's just getting lit. You know what I mean? But I'm like. I've had a hundred K day before, you know what I mean? Like it's not anything, it's not going to be a crazy thing. I don't know, yo, what about a mill? Mm. <laughs> you want to know why? Because <laughs> when I, when I complete this, when I complete this challenge, when I turn the hundred bucks into the mill, I'm going to do a post with a song from Lil Wayne or who, who is it? A milli, a milli. That's Lil Wayne. Yep. Lil Wayne? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I did it. Because I want to put, put a picture with that song in the background. I love it, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> this right here is it's taking away excuses. And I spoke to you a little bit about that. 100%, yeah. Personally, in my journey, I've made a lot of excuses. My wife has challenged me about the dream I sold her on when I decided to take a little bit more of a backseat from my traditional business that I was doing before Forex to put more energy into learning how to trade. I sold her, a, well, I'm not going to say a dream because I'm going to fulfill it, but mm -hmm. I gave her a picture that I painted on what the income potential can be. I've been able to become a profitable trader, but I have not gotten near the dream or the, those numbers that I told her. Watching you take this $100 and multiply it to a couple thousand and multiply it to tens of thousands and go past the 100,000 mark, 200,000. Now this past week, 300,000. It has eliminated excuses for me. 100%. Um, my boys are here. We're filming right now, Mikey and Kijan. It's no excuses for them. No excuses. Because you're living proof that it's possible. Mm -hmm. For you, were there just ever doubt that you could be successful as a trader? In per like, just period. Have you ever had doubt that I could only make a certain amount of number? Um, or in trading, I can only make but so much? Or have you always thought that way of listen, I'm selling myself short. I can do anything with this skill set. So, for me, the doubt was the time. Mm. I I knew it was possible because there's other people doing it, mm -hmm. right? So I'm not the first. So mm -hmm. the, the 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 way has been paved. I just have to follow it, right? I just don't know where I'm going. I gotta figure it out. Yeah. So I I never had doubt that I was gonna be able to achieve it. My thing was the when, right? Because Trading is very different than a traditional job or a traditional business. Just how we were talking about earlier. Like once you create a business or just a team in general, whatever it is, it could be something as simple as having a car wash business. Like once you create a system, you create some clients, you create the routine, you can almost like step out for like two, three days and you'll still get a phone call for a car wash and you can put somebody in place and they'll just go do it. You know yep. what I mean? Like it can keep going without you there. Mm -hmm. In trading, it's completely different. The day you're not there, it stops. And it doesn't start until you come back. So that was the issue because that along with having not a day where somebody's going to be like, hey, you're profitable now. Or, hey, now you, 
you're 10% better, you kind of have to do everything on your own. You have to be like, yo, I'm better than what I was last month. But so many people out there have self-doubt in themselves that they don't know how to come with that conclusion on the like on themselves. They, or, they, or they probably overdo it and they don't have a realistic or they underestimate themselves and then they're not satisfied. Mm. So the problem with the doubt part is that I never doubted myself ever. I just doubted the time because it's so uncertain when you're going to be successful. You, don't, you never know when you're going to be successful. When, yeah. I, when I got the 30K payout, I'm like, is this it? Bro, the money hit the bank and I'm like, obviously it was nice, right? Not, not capping, right? It's nice, but I'm like, nothing changes. I didn't grow. I'm still short. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still the same person. So like, <laughs> there was no symbol of success. There was no different air. Everything was the same. Yeah. So then that's where I'm like, bro, I'm just evolving as a person. So the doubt part, I never doubted myself that I can do it. It's just more of like the time. When mm -hmm. is it going to come? That un, like unknown space is what would kill me, bro. And even now with this challenge as well, I don't know when this thing's going to be done. And obviously it doesn't kill me now because I know, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a skilled trader. I'm, I'm, I have a routine I'm, and I'm going to do it no matter what. Will it be in two, three weeks? Will it be in four weeks? Five? It doesn't matter. I'm going to do it. Even if I blow the account, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to mm. take another shot at it. Come so, on, come on. So I don't doubt myself that I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. It's the when. That's the only thing that gets me. That's the only factor, the yeah. when. One thing I've noticed as you've been doing this challenge is how extremely disciplined yeah. and confident you are with the set and forget strategy. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long did it take for you to build this confidence in the strategy from the point where you had it? I'd say I've been really confident. The last three months have just, bro, I feel like I can do anything, bro. Trading-wise, mm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to jump off a plane. I'm scared. <laughs> of guys, like, I feel like I can do anything trading-wise because, bro, I am literally posting. I'm like, yo, get in now. And I'll take a nap. I'll wake up and I'm like, lit. It's up. You know what I mean? So the confidence came in after that 30K payout, my first payout. Mm -hmm. I, blew that, I blew that funded account probably three months after that. Mm -hmm. Ran it back up, got another payout. But I say I've been really, really confident in the set and forget strategy since ending of 2022 to beginning of this year. And I'd say to about July, my birthday, mm -hmm. that's where I decided to take this whole challenge. And ever since I started this challenge, and I'm documenting, bro, I watch all my YouTube videos like three, four times, bro. My own videos, I go back and I watch them just to see what bullshit I was saying. You know what, I mean? <laughs> like, what were you saying in that moment? Because, bro, let's be honest. When you're in front of the screen, mm -hmm. it's Monday morning, New York session just opened. Your mind's running different than how you would be on a Saturday evening. So I'm watching these videos on a Saturday evening. I'm like, what mindset was this motherfucker in? What was this guy saying? What was this guy saying? <laughs> Talking so, about himself. Yeah. So I'm like, what <laughs> bro, and I'm watching these videos time and time again. There's nine videos out there on YouTube right now. I'm like, mm -hmm. bro, I'm saying the same shit every fucking day, every video. Yeah. Bro, I got it on lock, bro. Yeah. I got the strategy unlocked, so I'm very confident, bro. I'm yeah. very confident. Like I've often said like about myself that the biggest reason um, that I think new and beginner development traders fail is because they're always switching. 100%. So if one strategy, it has a bad week, man, let me go find another influencer and let me see what strategy they're doing. Let me buy their course. And it's, it's like the strategy hopping, jumping, jumping, jumping. Um, I, have, I, I, I have a... What do, you, what do you call this? I have a... I don't know if it's like a test or a human test. Mm -hmm. or I have a new project when I'm oh. done with this 100 to the mail and I'm going to prove to the people that you don't need to have a strategy to be successful. And I'm mm. going to prove it to the people. I'm going to get three people, right? Three, three people and three people. 
and I'm going to get three traders that know about trading, right? That they're trying to figure it out, not profitable at all, still figuring out a strategy, figuring out personal account, figuring the whole thing out. I'm going to get three people that know, don't even know what the word Forex is. And these three people, I'm going to let them go their course. Do your thing. These are the three people. I'm only going to teach them three things. That is going to be trend, market structure, and risk to reward ratio. And I can guarantee you in three months, these three people will be more successful than these three people. Because these three people, they're going to be overwhelmed with so much different information that they're not going to know what to do. They don't know if to get this piece from this strategy, this piece from this YouTube video, this piece from this Instagram story, this strategy, this, they don't know. There's so much information. If I only get these three people with a tunnel vision of follow the trend, buy at a strong area of interest and have a positive risk to reward, these people will be successful than these three people. And I'm going to test this out. That's fire. I'm figuring out how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because that's a fucking mission. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 <laughs> that's yeah, a yeah, mission. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to do it. And that'll probably be a three-month project. Because mm -hmm. obviously, we got to follow the course for three months. Mm -hmm. But after I show that to the people, I'm dropping the mic. I'm that's boo. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, man. So I read a book called um, uh, The, the uh, Complete Turtle Trader. And complete? The Complete Turtle Trader. Okay. No, and no, 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 no. Richard Dennis, he did an experiment. So he was this extravagant trader out of Chicago, and he did a spare, he, he did this experiment that was similar to that, where basically he took like 26 people that didn't know anything about trading. Okay. And he taught them his simple strategy and gave them millions to manage, and they made a whole lot of money. Nice. And his experiment was to show that you can take complete people that know nothing about trading, yeah. and if you just guide them with one way, mm -hmm that they will make money. They will, bro. They so will. that's fire. I yeah. can't wait to see that, all right? I'm figuring it out. <laughs> that's fire, though. That's fire. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you're elevating this whole game, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're making, like I said, you're putting people on notice. And it's going to be two type of people when this challenge is complete and you hit that meal. Because you're going to hit that meal real soon. 100%. In the next week or two. Watch what I tell you. Um, but it's going to be two type of people. It's going to be the people. If a person looks at what you're doing and get upset, that's a person that will not be successful. Because there's something internal in them that they just can't see better for themselves. They hate when somebody's showing that it's possible. And then there's going to be a person like me that's going to look at what you're doing and say, yo, this was for me. I was telling this guy, uh, Mikey, next to me earlier, I'm, a, I'm big, grounded. I'm just all, uh, just all about faith, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a God-fearing man. Mm -hmm. And I said, Alex don't even know, but God told him to do this for me, to put me on notice. Wow. So you don't even know. You know, oh, man, you think crazy. you're doing it for you, but God told you to do this to put me on notice wow. that I got to step it up. Um, but anyway, so would you say, and we talked about this, a lot of people looking at you right now, would you say the hardest thing in this challenge that you've had to do was taking the account from 100 to 1,000, or is it from 100,000 to now going to the million? So Talk to me. So it was a mix of things, right? So turning... So let, let, Let's go to step one, right? Mm -hmm. Percentage-wise, it's so much harder to turn 100 bucks to 1,000 versus 100K to 300K, right? You're turning 100 bucks to 1,000, that's 900%. You're turning 100K to 300K, that's 200%, right? So numbers-wise, it's a lot harder to do the 100 to 1,000. Mm -hmm. And then psychological-wise, it's a lot harder to turn 100,000 to 300,000. For me, there's no psychological. So the percentage-wise is easy, and there's no psychological, there's no emotion, so it's easy. So turning the 100K to 200K is easy. But as I was turning the hundred into the thousand is when I first put it out there. 
mm -hmm. first put this crazy idea out there. <laughs> and it was where the miscommunication came and obviously haters came in. So it was the me letting that get to my head at the same time doing the hardest part of the challenge, which yeah. is turning the $100 to the thousand. Like that's the hardest part percentage wise. And that right there is what I say was the part where it clouded me. You know what I mean? Mm. Now I'm at the point where if somebody comes out to me with something negative, even if I assume that it's negative, I'm blocking the person. I, I love it. I can make a mistake. I yeah. can read it wrong. I can read it with this eye and I read one thing. Sorry, block. I don't care. I don't need that shit. You know what I mean? I'm doing everything for free. I'm putting it on YouTube for free. I'm putting it on my Instagram service for free. I'm putting it on my Telegram for free. I'm giving you guys the signals, everything for free. I'm not going to let one guy fuck with me because I'm not doing anything. So yeah. literally that was the hardest part for me. Turning the $100 to the thousand plus all the hate. Now whatever hate comes, everything's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like the hate doesn't get to me anymore. I feel like I already went through the hardest part in terms of like letting the people bring the doubt to me. Right. Yeah. So that doubt was bringing myself self-doubt on top of me doing the hardest part, which is just getting out the hole. That's why I blew the first attempt because I was just, I wanted to hold it too much, but whatever, that's like super technical. Mm -hmm. And um, now I'm at the point where I'm very confident in my strategy because I'm just looking at the trades that I'm taking, bro, and it's the same thing again and again and again. And the market's not going anywhere, so I know I'm gonna get the same trades again and again and again, bro. I love it. So with the set and forget strategy, do you care about news at all? Do you look, do you look and see what the forecast is before you take a trade or like, how does that fit into the me, set and forget strategy? Let me see how I, how I explain this in a way. Like it's almost like a challenge. Mm -hmm. So let's say, right. Let's suppose that, you know, you're single and you're mm -hmm. chasing this girl and kind of like the fact that she doesn't pay attention to you or like she denies you that makes you want her more. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what I see a loss. So like if I lose a trade, I'm like, why are you playing hard to get? Like, come here. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to give it another like shot. Yeah. So a loss is part of the strategy. Um, I say, right now, actively, my win rate is 70%. My risk to reward is obviously insane because mm -hmm. I'm going crazy high risk. But usually the risk to reward is a one to two. Mm -hmm. But this is probably this strat, like this whole challenge because I've been, you know, scaling into continuation moves. But I say my win rate is either 55 to 60% with a one to two, one to three risk to reward, which is profitable. Bro, yeah. I'm telling you, bro, if, you're, if I were to not be on this challenge right mm -hmm. now that I'm doing, bro, I'm targeting anywhere from two to 2.5% a week. That's it. I don't need more than that. That's, yeah. that's eight to 10% a month. I don't mm -hmm. need anything more than that, bro. Yeah. So fire, bro. So yeah. fire. So, <laughs> man. So, like, I want to talk more about set and forget. Yeah, right? yeah for sure, for sure. So, when you're not doing the challenge. Correct. Are you just a London session trader or are you also trading London? Or is this just for the challenge that you're doing both sessions? Amazing question. So realistically, mm -hmm. just New York. But there would be some days where I see something nice. I'm here with the guys chilling, you know, we'll go out, eat. Come back late on purpose, you know, come back like at one, two in the morning, just so I stay up to three. Yeah. I got to see that 3 a.m. candlestick closure. And if I take it, cool. If not, I don't. But I'm not doing what I'm doing now, which is like completely messing up my sleep schedule. Staying up during New York and staying up all London session. Like I'm staying up from two in the morning to like six in the morning. I see the sunrise bro, every mm -hmm. single day. You know what I mean? So as a normal trader, 
in my normal challenge, I am not doing that. I don't, yeah. I, I don't need to do that. You get me? Trading New York session alone, I'm getting enough moves as it is. Bro, all I need is realistically like two trades a month, two, three trades a month. Yeah. And I can get those in New York session stress-free. So let me ask you this. There's a set and forget trading strategy, okay. but there's also a set and forget strategy with the women. Right? <laughs> so you're a single man, right? Yeah, yeah. You're a single man. Yeah. And you told me that there's also a strategy for the women, right? Yeah. So talk to me about that. For all the single guys out there, <laughs> Alex gonna drop the set and forget strategy for dating. All right, here we go. So I say this is for someone that has a, like is successful. And we're in Miami, right? You know, it's very hard to find a girl to know if she likes you for who you are or for what you have. Mm -hmm. So I kind of figured that out over the course of, you know, being with several women. And, you know, I learned how to catch on to that shit quick. I'm like, yo, this girl just likes me for what I have, or this girl likes me for who I am. But now I have a new strategy, and I call it the set and forget strategy. <laughs> okay, let's get it. <laughs> so I no longer get with girls that I meet through social media. I will only, like, I will only entertain a female if I meet her in person. And when I meet her in person, my name is not Alex. My name is Juan. One, <laughs> hey, one. So, so when I meet the girl in person, I'm like, oh, my name's Juan. Like, oh, like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I just work for a family business. I'm a very chill guy, you know, just normal, you know? If she gives me the time, oh, like, oh, what's your Instagram? I don't have one, you know what I mean? Go look up Juan. There's a million Juans, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to find me. Yeah. And I don't give her my personal number. I give her, I have three phones. I give her the other phone because if you get the phone number, you could link that to Instagram and then you can see mutual friends to the phone number and then they could get it. Yeah, trust me, I got this shit figured out. Mm, I got the strategy, bro. I never I'm thought you. about that, I got the yeah. Strategy. So basically I give her the other phone and I'm just talking to her normal and then go out on a date, pick her up in a shitty ass car and then I put her standards super high. Like, yo, get pretty, get all this, whatever and I'm taking her to a food truck. I'm going to somewhere super below normal. Mm. I want to see her energy. I want to see she likes me for who I am. Come on, man. And then after that day, whatever, I'll pay for it. Obviously, I'll you know pay for the dinner, pay for whatever. I'll take her back home. I'm a gentleman. The next day, try to keep it going how it was. If she kind of ghosts me, I'm like, all right, lit. So I already know her Instagram. So then I follow her through my head. Oh, by the way, I'm Alex. But then like then her energy shifts. Is I block her. Get her out mm. of the way. But then if the girl comes back to me and she has the same energy, we're still cool, I'll take her out on another date, right? And then, then that's where, you know, everything will be normal, everything's good. I'll, you know, take her back home. I'm a gentleman. And then on the third day, I'll pick her up, supercar, pick her up in the rolls. I'm like, <laughs> I love it. My name's Alex, actually. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I wanted to know if, you know, I just really want to know if you liked me for who I was or for what I have. So this is something that I'm doing right now. I don't know if it's the smartest thing to do, but I feel like it's it's the thing that I'm testing. You know, I'm testing a new strategy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just brown 23. I mean, I can yeah. pretty much do whatever I want in terms of that right now because, bro, I've had some girls come into my life and just, like, ask for shit. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck have you done to get something? Like, yeah. I, I'm good, you know? So yeah. what, do you, what do you think of the strategy? <laughs> nah, bro. Like, I'm definitely not in your situation. Yeah, I yeah. have definitely not had your type of resources when I was <laughs> single, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, and yeah. dating. Yeah. But I think it works for you, man. Yeah, yeah. And my biggest advice is if you feel secure, right, with someone, that's when you go to the next step. So if these are procedures and protocols mm -hmm. that you have to do mm -hmm. to feel secure with someone, to be able to let them in, yeah. to actually get to know them and them get to know you, mm -hmm. by all means, bro. I think, I by think all it's, means. I, like, it's almost like a funnel. Like you're filtering out the real it's from the funnel. fake. Click funnels, yeah, baby. Let's I'm, go. I'm literally filtering out the real from the fake. Yep. So I'm, I want to get down to the most purest girl yep. that deserves everything. 
Mm. I don't want to give a girl that doesn't deserve anything, everything, just because she's pretty. Or she yeah. treats me good because who I am right now. So I learned that, and I'm, I'm testing it out. You know, I love testing it. out the win rate, the loss rate, you know? <laughs> <laughs> testing out the risk reward ratio. <laughs> so you want love, man. You want love in your life. Yeah, bro. I want to have a big family, bro. I want to have like five, six kids, bro. Beautiful. I want to have a big family, bro. Like, That's yeah, awesome. Like you said, bro. I want to get the legacy growing, bro. Absolutely. That's so different. You know, a lot of people don't think that way mm -hmm. with your skill set, with just the possibilities of what you can build. Like you're literally building an empire with the things that you're doing on YouTube. That's gonna, like, I, you know, we talk off off camera. That's gonna set up such big opportunities for you mm -hmm. um, in the future. And there's very few people thinking about that component right now. They're like, man, I'm just living. I'm, I'm in my twenties. I'm not really worried about that. Yeah. But I like that you're thinking about that because so much more is gonna happen for you as you invite others into your life. Bro, I'm a I'm a team player, bro. Like, yeah. I, I'm a I'm a leader, but I'm a team player, bro. I just got my guys Rolexes, bro. You did. I got my camera guy Rolex. I got my buddy over here Rolex. Sebastian got the Rolex. Me, like I'm Jordan a... got the Rolex. <laughs> I see it, man. Like I'm, a, I'm everybody eats, bro. You get me? There's Love plen it. there's plenty of food on this side, um, and I'm not the type of guy that's just offering me. You get me? Like, bro, what the fuck am I gonna do with fucking a whole cow? Like, yo, yeah. come, like, I got the cow, but come, bro, eat this shit. Dude. Yeah. Just clean up after yourself. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Don't leave this shit dirty. That's fucked up. Like, yeah. I got the cow. You got to clean your plate at least, you know? That's it. So I'm a very, like, team player. And I, I, I guess, yeah, like, somebody else in my position that would be this young with what I have, they'd probably want to live a different lifestyle. I just want to build a team, bro, and everybody grow and have a family, bro. That's, that's really it, bro. I love it. You know what, I mean? what does Jordan and Sebastian do for you? Uh, what was on oh, Jordan and Sebastian? Yep. Yeah. So basically, Sebastian, what do they do for you? So Sebastian, he's like the production. So like behind all like the cool pictures and like all the stuff, you know, where you know capturing the moments. Mm -hmm. And then Jordan, bro, he's a testimonial that set and forget works, and a testimonial that there's no fucking excuses. This guy had he had cancer, bro. He wow. Had, he had cancer. Wow. What, what was the name of your cancer? Uh, sarcoma. Yeah, bro, it's like one of the most rarest cancers ever. He uh, got diagnosed with it. Um, Pretty much as soon as he started getting profitable, they he walked into the hospital with like some back pain and then pretty much they had to not let him leave because it was like severe. Mm. He was trading in the hospital, bro. He wow. was trading in the hospital, like wow, yeah, bro. like doing the the analysis, like everything. And then he beat it, you mm -hmm. know, thankfully he beat it, and then he became profitable again after that. Cause in the three months that he was doing the therapy and doing chemo. He, you know, lost it because he was mentioning chemo fucks with your mind and like mm. it gets you all crazy. So it messed up his trading. But then when he got off of chemo, he got profitable again. And I'm like, bro, that is like the most craziest testimonial I've ever heard in my life. Local, he's Cuban as well. So he's just now a friend, part of the team, bro. And we just hang out, bro. You, you want to be with other like-minded people and people that make no fucking excuses, bro. This there you guy, go. This guy was in the hospital getting his back open. He's still fucking taking the trade, bro. You know what I mean? So I like people around me that don't make excuses and they're going to do whatever it takes. That's fire, man. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. What's a word of advice that you can give to a trader right now? Because traders are watching. I'm watching you, man. And so you're going to have a lot of people that's like, man, I'm going to start a $100 account right now and I'm going to scale. And I really appreciate, you said something in the first video. You're like, I'm not talking about the broker. I'm not, I'm doing this to show you guys. Yeah. I'm not doing this for no, I'm not promoting that. I'm not doing, I love that, right? But there's a lot of people, all right, including myself, that's about to level up. You know what I mean? They're making commitments to themselves that they're going to level their game up, whatever it is, starting a $100 account, $1,000 account, whatever the case may be. 
What is three things that you would share with them as they begin this journey? With a $100 account. Whatever they're doing. Whether they're doing the $100 account, if they're saying, hey, Alex motivated me, I'm gonna go get that prop firm challenge, whatever it may be, what advice would you give them? All right. Three things. Three things. Three things. All right. Um, in a second. <laughs> <laughs> just three, there's so many things, but I can, I can mention them in a way where they are fall in line with like various different things, like a web. Um, okay, so one is gonna be. Give me a second. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Take your time. All right. So the first one, so there's going to be three points. The first one's going to be time. Know that it's going to take time for you to learn the skill set. It's going to take time for you to know yourself because the person you are when you start trading is not going to be the same person you are when you know a little bit more about trading. Know it's going to take time to actually get some type of result and know it's going to take time to be sustainable with the result. So That's the good. first thing is time. Don't mm -hmm. put a time on your success. There's impossible in trading. You're never going to know when you're going to be successful. You're never going to know when this thing's going to work ever. It will work, but you don't know when it's going to work. So mm. first thing is time. Do not put a time on yourself because they say you want to have your first payout by next month and you don't get it. Now everything kind of, you know, it's like a whole downwards ladder from there. So the first thing is time. Just know it's going to happen, but don't know when. The second point is going to be risk management. It's boring. It sucks. It's repetitive, but it's the fucking truth. Mm. You're not going to make money without having risk management. It yeah. is the simple truth. Even if you're taking your hundred bucks to 10 K, you're going to, after you get out the hole with the hundred, you're going to have to, you know, lower the risk a little bit. So you're going to need risk management in any business, right? For your business. Mm -hmm. You can't just go right now to, you know, ads and just throw your whole bank account into the ads and nope. ex expect the whole money to come back plus ROI. There's a risk management strategy. If you made 10 K this month, a certain percentage of that goes back into advertisement. You know what I mean? Yep. Let's say right now you're, uh, have a, you know, a car wash business. You can't just buy 10 vans right off the bat and fill them all up with soap and things to clean. No, like there's risk management. You need to buy one van first. Once that works, then you invest into another one. Like there's risk management in that, right? So yep. it's boring. It sucks. But if you don't use risk management, close the book, you're not going to do it. You're not, you're not going to succeed. It's simple. And then the third point I would, I would say, this is going to be different from these two. It's going to go more to like the technical side and it's going to be trade with the trend. Mm. trade with a trend whatever the market is doing just go with it yeah like if the weekly and the daily are going up bro just buy you'll, you'll make money you won't make money tomorrow you won't make money the day after but six days later you're gonna make money come on but then that goes back to the first point which is time mm. realize it's gonna take time so if you're gonna use risk management and then you're gonna go with the trend those are your three factors to be successful bro that's amazing Seven. man that's dope <laughs> um <laughs> it's simple. Trust That's me. good. That's it's good. Really, bro, trust me. There's, I, I can go on right here and I can say you got to wake up in the morning. You got to close your eyes and meditate and you got to <laughs> do all this. You got to get up and spin your chair around every morning. Yeah. That's all. One of the baseball players, what's that called? Um, what's that called that has a name? 
You know what that is? Like the baseball players, like before they bat, they have to like move the bat around. It has superstitious. Yeah, yeah. So there's no superstitious to be successful here, bro. Yeah. Like I make money from a spinning chair. Jordan makes money from a steel chair. Like there's nothing different. You know, I mean, what matters is the person you are to get to the market and just what matters. And what matters is the strategy, risk management, and your emotions. Those are the three factors. Time, risk management, and trend. That's fire, bro. Yeah. Thank you for that, man. I got you, bro. All right, so I got a fan request right now. Okay, yeah. Can I see the account? Bro, 100%. We could get the phone out there here and we could- Oh, perfect, yeah, perfect, perfect. perfect. So listen, I'm gonna validate this, all right? <laughs> right here, that this is real, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the history. Yeah. This is real. This is really going down here. Bro, we could, uh, yo, we could even go out to the office. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll show you like that. I'll show you everything. We could go out to the office. We'll, yeah, go, we'll go. go to the famous Center Forget office. The famous Center Forget <laughs> office, man. So I just want to thank you for this. This has been great. This has been fantastic. It's an honor to, to meet with you and, 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 you know, experience the Set and Forget Mansion. That's what we're going to call it, the Set and Forget Crib. <laughs> you know what I mean? Set and Forget Mansion. Uh, but this has been great, man. And I want you to now leave us with some words of motivation. Um, for anybody that just feels that they're lost on their journey right now. All right, so I want to kind of switch it. Um, a person that's been on this journey, that's experienced making some wins and seeing some payouts and making some money, right? That may have hit a rock, you know what I mean? Like they've had a moment in life where they just, man, I'm in a losing streak, I'm in a downturn right now. What words of motivation or inspiration would you give that trader right now? So obviously we all have different starting points, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say somebody has a starting point, for example, that they're doing it as a starting point, right? Mm -hmm. Like let's say they're just starting, they don't need it. Some other people are doing it as a necessity. Yeah. Other people are doing it as a challenge. Other people are doing it as a experiments. Everybody has a different starting point, right? But we're all at ground zero. But that starting point is very key because that doesn't put us all in ground zero mental wise, right? What I mean by mental wise, it's like, let's say you have a business, right? It's making 10, 15 K a month and you want to start trading. You're obviously at ground zero knowledge wise, but you don't need trading. Business is doing good. You know what I mean? You're eating, you get into trading, you lose, you know, a couple hundred bucks. You're like, all right, whatever. Business keeps going. Once you get some more, you put attention back into trading. But let's say, for example, me, that all my, my only resource to kind of pay next month's bill is trading. That puts pressure on me a lot more versus you. So I'm going to feel a lot more personal. I mean, I'm, I'm going to feel a lot more down personal when I lose a couple hundred bucks because that's all I had. For you, mm -hmm. it's not a big deal because, you know, money will come back in. Mm -hmm. But for me, if that's all I have and I have to pay something next month and then I lose it, now everything's out the window, trading doesn't work, and you just lose it all. You know what I mean? So I would say is take the starting point to trading, the level zero, at a nonchalant. You don't need this right now. There's no way you're going to make this happen right now, right? If you have no logic, you have no knowledge, this is not going to happen right now. Mm -hmm. Not because I say so. The market says so, trust me, it's, it's not going to happen, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's almost not fair to other people like me, other people like you, that they've put time into this in order to be able to remotely understand it, just to even know all the functions of the way this works. Yeah. So I'd say go back to level zero and move your mindset from needing this next month or needing this for six months to pay a tuition or to pay a car, or to pay a loan, 
bring that down to a nonchalant point where you don't need this right now. You're just yeah. going to use it as something that once you get it, then you can shift towards it. But you can't just give it a, if you give it side hustle energy, it's going to give you side hustle results. So you have to just bring the starting point down so you don't kind of feel down when you don't make it, but then give it enough time and effort so it kind of compounds over time. Yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Alex G, Alex Gonzalez, FX Alex G, we in the building right now. Forex Beginner Podcast. Listen, y'all, Alex is taking this thing to a meal, all right? We went from, he's went from, look, man, I'm already inserting myself into <laughs> it. <laughs> he went from 100 to three, over 300,000 in nine weeks. I personally say another two weeks. I give like three, three, four weeks. Three, oh, four, all right. right. So you got three, four? <laughs> three, all right. Four. But I'm going to say two weeks, but we're going to say three, four weeks. It's going to take that thing to a million. If you're not already checking him out on YouTube, subscribe to his channel, FX Alex G. Uh, stay locked in on the journey. I'm watching. I'm loving it. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode for XP in a podcast. I look forward to running into you at the bank one day. Uh, but you already know, man, I don't want you to meet me there. I want you to beat me there. When me and Alex pull up, you know Alex got the rolls, he got the McLaren, he got all, all those things, right? When me and Alex pull up to the bank, you should already be walking out with a duffel bag on your shoulder, big smile on your face. That's my way of saying we all are going to be successful. Till next time, I'm about to go upstairs, check out this account in the Set and Forget office. We'll holler at you next time. Peace. Thank you, bro. All right? Appreciate you, brother. Yo, this is yes, good. sir. You already know, man. Thank you for listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast. If today's episode helped you in any way, please click follow on whatever platform you're currently listening to this episode on. That way you never miss another episode. And if you need help on your trading journey, looking to get connected with a group of like-minded individuals that are focused and determined on reaching success in Forex, and get access to the trading strategies that I have used to get funded with multiple prop firm accounts, join us in Calvin's Forex Growth Group. It's a one-time fee and you get access for a lifetime.